Hello and welcome to another episode of Flamenco Attitude, the podcast that brings you all things flamenco and just a list of few things uh, for our returning listeners and anyone who's joining us just now. We've been discussing the lives of the great artists, we've talked about the connections with bullfighting, we've talked about flamenco and Andalusian adventures. Uh, we are discussing everything, uh, including how people dress and even kitchen uh, just recently. So uh, welcome again. Uh, today we're going to delve into another great topic that deals with books. But before that, our regular uh, shout out, thank you and welcome to our listeners who join us from Malaysia and New Zealand. Uh, so pleased uh, once again to hear, uh, to see and hear from people in different parts of the world. Uh, we've turned so multicultural, so international, we're absolutely thrilled. Um, and thank you, honestly, thank you. You can write to us, um, culturepodcasts at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at flamencopod on Twitter. All the links are in the description below. We have been speaking a lot about books, and we promise we're going to return to the music soon. But we can't just move on and close the very studious time of the year that September and October is uh, without talking about flamenco books, but in Castellano. So anyone out there who is from uh, Latin origin, Spanish origin, uh, or speaks Spanish, I think that will be really interesting for you. Uh, we have three books. We call them the oldie, the biggie, and the thinny, because these are three books that deal with uh, flamenco, and they're very different. Some of them have great photographs that you'll be able to see online when we put them up. Well, see, that's the great thing, that if you can't read Castellano or Spanish, you don't really need to. Exactly. You could, you could just look at the pictures, you could, couldn't you? You could just look at the pictures because they speak for themselves. We're going to release a few of them. Uh, so without any further ado, as you can hear, Marcos is already impatient. Let's delve into uh, flamenco in Spanish. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've seen my collection. You have a huge library. Yeah. Huge. Um, the one I want to start with, um, you know, I mean... You've all almost ruined it because you, mm. you, by, by going through it because it's falling to pieces. Um, but it's already almost it's ruined. Almost, it's almost yeah. ruined, yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> if you imagine a man in, in 1935, or possibly the year before, in Triana, from Triana, he decides to take a photograph of all of the flamenco artists in existence and write a short biography. Yeah. This is the most amazing book. So it's called Arti y Artistas Flamencos. And as you can see, I've got the, an original copy there. <laughs> Just about surviving. Just about surviving. Yeah, the edges are very... Uh, um, the, uh, how do you call it? The spine. The spine, yeah. Is already I, I, haven't got, yeah I haven't got the, the back cover or the front yet. No, we don't know what it was like. No, and the interesting thing but is... But it's full I, of people. A, a wonderful guitarist that I, I once worked yeah. with... Um, found me this in all places in Brighton he found this in an antique shop and, and he got it for me now you can get this book uh, it's reproduced mm. uh, and it's wonderful because it's got you saw I mean when we looked at it earlier on you saw a photo of the the Nino Sabicas yes the young Sabicas you know I mean it's, it's an incredible book yeah how who, who's the author then Fernando de Triana. 
Definitely, Anna. So that really shows the connection. But yeah. how did he manage to trace all these people? Well, that I don't know. I mean, you always put me on the spot with this. Um, he must have been on a mission. Yeah. Because you've seen the pictures and the female singers, they're always portrayed with the, the copper de anis, little glass <laughs> of anise, and often a cigar. Yeah. This is the typical pose, yeah? Yeah. Um, in flamenco, this is such a valuable document because it's often the only photographs that exist of these people of that time. Yeah. And they personally agreed for their picture to be taken, oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they, they'd have loved it, you know. Yeah. Uh, what I like, just looking through these different pictures, obviously he went to their places, because yeah. some of them, they're clearly at home. Yeah, uh, I mean, look at that. I mean, that yeah. That's it, that's it, that's in the Alameda, so, they, they said. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's beautiful. And he, it's amazing. La Tanquera. Do you, do you know what it's amazing? To make a little... <laughs> oh, that's so no, sweet. No, no, I, no, I'm, no, I'm immediately, no, Gal I'm immediately taking page. a picture, yeah. Rita, uh, I mean, what? <laughs> so this is um, an older lady, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an older lady who is incredibly sweet in terms of how she's trying to. I'm immediately taking yeah. a picture for our social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you've got to do that. Um, what I was trying to uh, illustrate is this is a book of almost hundred years old. Almost, yeah. it's coming to almost yeah. hundred years old. Do you know what I find funny? You know how these days everyone is a photographer and we like to take pictures yeah. and everyone is a model. But even back then, people were keen on posing. What would you say? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> all, the, all the photographs are poses. Yeah. This was the flamenco Instagram of the 30s. Yeah. What would you say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And also, it started this whole thing of having biographies of people. So you have a little photograph and then what they've done. So, um, and that's gone on and on. I could bore you to death with how many other books I've got since this Since little, that. Yeah. But along with the photographs, is he the one who wrote these little chapters? He wrote all these chapters. Little, yeah. It's, you know, it, 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 it's a work of Soledad. art. Soledad. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. Because this really, I, do you know what I see? People from all class. Yeah. Uh, classes and social divisions. So yeah. we, you have a wealthier, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. You have very poor, you have young, you have old. Um, you also have uh, people in groups and you also have people by themselves. So he managed to get in touch the old-fashioned way, probably by a telephone or telegraph or something like that. And he talked to all of them. Well, what I should have researched is why did he decide to do it? That is a very interesting bit. Yeah. yeah, did he? I mean, I can only speculate, but all, pr pr probably he was a huge flamenco aficionado. Yeah. Uh, but just looking through these, isn't it beautiful? Oh. They're all black and white photographs. Uh, they're yeah, all, obviously they're all, they're black. All yeah. Posed. Yes, you're right there. Yeah. 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 Oh, wait, look. Ah. Ah. So this is Antonia Gallardo. Yeah, and we're looking at her. She's she's got she's posing with a, a flamenco uh, peg head guitar. Yeah, I'm taking another picture here. And She's even got a proper cord there on, on her left hand. Yeah. Yeah? Took another picture. This, this will be excellent to put on. Uh, because very few of us would probably be able to find this if we wanted to. It's, a, it's, a lit, it's the, the smallest encyclopedia yeah. uh, of the time. Yeah. I suppose if you try oh, to... look at this. Yeah. So we're looking at a, a, a woman, she's got a sombrero, and again, she's playing a peg head guitar. It's absolutely beautiful stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but right. as you can see, uh, Galia, I'm missing the complete index at the back. Oh, yes. Oh, how many people are in there? Oh, over a hundred. Over a hundred people. Yeah. And they're all from Andalusia, I suppose, they're because he, I don't, I don't yeah. think he travelled abroad. Well, uh, uh, the odd one, like you saw Savikas, obviously he's from Pamplona, so there's the odd person that, that's in Flamenco that's not from Andalusia, but mainly from, from Andalusia. Uh, I mean, it's one of my most precious books, because I don't think you could find this. No. It's fair to say if your house went on fire, you would come back to take it. Don't say that. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> that's how precious it is. No, I mean, it's just a wonderful thing because you've got black and white photographs, small biography, uh, a man who, for whatever reason, in 1934-35 decided to do this. Talk to me about flamenco in the 30s. What was the, um, what were the themes? What was the, I would say, fashion of the music. Well, it was the beginning of the of the recording age, so you're, you're talking about La Nina de los Penis selling lots of 78 records. Yeah. Because, and don't forget, it's not like now, when you did a record, you had to just record it straight away. So you, whatever you did went straight on the wax and onto the thing. You couldn't say, oh, I want to edit this. And, you know, they would say, right, we want something that lasts two and a half minutes and it had to be two and a half minutes not you know so it was a different thing so it was a golden age one of the great ages of flamenco or, uh, partly uh, opera flamenco which, mm -hmm. is, which, which is a different kind of thing but uh, some of the great artists emerged yeah on the and, scene and, and was, Seville was one of the the capitals of where all this happened yeah, yeah. would you recommend um an artist or a piece from the 30s, maybe early 40s, that we can enjoy? Well, I think it's got to be La Nina de los Pene. Anything by Anything her. by her. Um, she made so many records. Um, imagine her coming out on her balcony. For a serenade. <laughs> yeah, to, to talk to, you know, in, in the particular festivities, she would come out. And sing. Yeah, and she, and she would come out where you've been in the Campana, just where the, the court Inglés is now, and just sing to the people. Uh, these days are gone, I'm afraid. On to... <laughs> no, because, well, I mean, we're talking about a balcony where people would gather and wait for that window to open. Yeah? And then she comes out. Uh -huh. Yeah? And sings without any microphone, anything, straight to the street. Magical. On to the biggie now, because this is, oh, oh, it's a heavy, heavy book. Maestros del Flamenco. Yeah. Let's uh, have a You look. don't want to be carrying that round with you, no. do you? This is definitely a home book. Uh, now, before we started, I had opened it in the middle, but then you took me back to the beginning. Yeah, because obviously in the first page is the, the maestro, the maestro. Do you know what bothers me a little bit about this picture? It's a it's a little it, it's, it's out yeah of, uh, it's a yeah. bit out of focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, still, and, well, nothing's perfect. In nothing's this book. perfect. Now, there's a story to this book. Um, I used to go to a, a, a Peña flamenco club in in the north of Sevilla, and very kindly because they saw how interested I was in the history and everything, they gave me this book. 
Now, I don't even know if you can buy it, mm. but it's every single page. Look at it, Gally. You think it's a commemorative book, sort of? Well, look at it. Every page is colour. Every page is colour, yeah. Uh, how many photographs are in this book? It, every it, it, single it, page has at least... Every two, LP yeah. of all of the artists, everything, everything you know? Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's a joy. I mean, look at this of Paco you're looking at. Oh, all, yeah. All, all, you know, Paco de Lucia, all his records. Everything. everything yeah. So I don't know how you could get this book. Look, now here you're looking at La, La Paquera de Jerez. You're looking at her films, posters well, of her films. Yes. So whoever did this book... Yeah. So uh, did massive research well, on everything. I mean... Uh, the work involved is is incredible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, these are are these artists dating back to when? Would you say? Well, they're, they're dating back to the nineteen twenties. Yeah. Wow, I'm just looking at the pictures, and you know what I love that um, ever so often at the bottom of the page you have a timeline. Yeah. So you have. Uh, 1829 for example to 1973 yeah. and, and a little kind of yeah and here's yeah. the paintings from Cordoba of Julio Romero mm, he did extraordinary pictures. paintings of, of flamenco people yeah I'm taking photographs as we go along because <laughs> well because I'm not you're, you're not getting into this book again this is um, going being locked up <laughs> locked but it's a wonderful book, isn't it? What is the idea behind the book? Uh, somebody ah, well, again wanted to put together everything, yeah, I guess. Th there's the Alameda de Hercules. The, yeah. the idea behind the book is it, it, it comes with a series of what was then called cassettes. And so you studied the cassettes, you listened to the cassettes while you, you went through the book. Oh, I oh it's one of those. Yes, yeah. now look at this. Oh, wow. This is the first flamenco festival, 1922, uh, yeah, in Granada. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. Look at that for a wonderful cartoon. Yeah, this is a caricature. Yeah, and look at this. They've got in this book the original program. So whoever so did this special. book, I would say thank you. You would thank them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these are, um, I suppose this is one of those one-of-a-kind editions. Yeah. That nobody can. I've never actually seen this uh, again in, in a second-hand shop or anything just by looking at it and i'm kind of going back and forth i don't think this is for sale as you said no somebody just sat down did a lot of research and probably left it in the pena yeah i think it was used for education in for the flamenco penas yeah yeah it's like a school book on the flamenco for for young people to understand all the artists that came before them does that make sense to you? Is there because this is uh, there's absolute loads. I yeah. mean, you can't go through everything. <laughs> no, you definitely can't. But is there something that was really did did you learn something from this that you didn't know before? Something that was very interesting for you? Show me your uh, page, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, the, oh, let's try and let's try and uh, well, actually, I mean, you've you've opened it uh, interesting things. I mean, here's a, here's one here that maybe I didn't know. Um, this is one of your favourites. Yeah. This is a paquera, sort the words I was looking for. And the king is giving her an honour. Yeah? And you can see the faces there of Fernanda y Bernardo mm. de Utrera. And so this is a remarkable photograph. And you've got the farolillo, the little lanterns up there. And, and he's congratulating her. So now that's, that's a, a ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's, these are so... Uh, who collected these personal photographs? This is so big. Well, I'm taking it away from you. Uh, do you like the weight of this? I do. That's the biggie. Uh, you, I know why you're taking it away. Marcus has huge collections of everything. And just today, before we started recording, I discovered a little uh, a red, black, uh, white and red cow. It's a little miniature thing. And I said, you're not having it. Yeah, I really wanted to have the little cow because it's like a toy, like a commemorative thing. <laughs> and the cow is unfortunately not for sale, as we right. say. <laughs> Anything you would, I mean, what would you like to be listening to when you while browsing this book? I think we should put on uh, Lebrijano. There's a, a wonderful chapter about Lebrijano. Very atmospheric. And you laughed when you saw the early photographs of him. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so El Lebrejano, sadly not with us anymore, but a, a great artist. Now on to the thinny, as we called it. This is a thin book, and that's very different because Flamencos, uh, Flamencos en el Ferrocarril. Ferrocarril. Yeah. Ferrocarril. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm all in favour of these types of uh, flamenco books. Quickly. Because they're light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these other ones are rather difficult yeah. to, to take around with it. Yeah, I mean, this is a remarkable book, um, which I found uh, in, a, in a Cadiz bookshop. And it deals with, and it, it's very short, it's got wonderful photographs, of course, I've just opened it, <sighs> and what does it open up with? Camarón. What a coincidence, Marcos, how did you do this? <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Talk to me about flamenco and trains. What, what is the connection? What, what is this? Why do we have a book on trains connected to flamenco? It's quite interesting yeah, well, to me. Yeah, because uh, what this man, we should say the author, Alfredo uh, Grimaldo, uh, 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 is, uh, found out is that the, the coming of the trains changed the whole perspective for the flamenco people. That they could then travel to Madrid or other places to perform. And not only could they do that, they could go third class, which is what they did, and they, they could have a little refreshment mm. on their way and perform in places that, whereas before, before this they were just performing in their villages and in their towns, they could now travel and take that art to another place. And if they wanted to travel previously, I suppose that was only on horseback or something yeah. like that. And it changed things massively. Because uh, they can go out, they can branch out to other places. Yeah. And so they could go to many, many places uh, and get back <clears throat> within within the same day. So the coming of, of the train uh, really did change flamenco now if anyone wants to get this book the one thing you've got to say is i mean look at this chapter four antonio mairena in el talgo the talgo is you know it's to, and, and the drawings are wonderful and, and here's a photograph <laughs> as you can see i mean you described this Gani. these are some well, we, people we, on we their way we have a little soiree <laughs> happening in one of the carriages <laughs> um back in the days 
just from what I see, the old-fashioned trains, yeah. every carriage is separate. Um, is, is that fair to say? Because yeah. you, ha- no, you have a carriage with little rooms inside. Yeah. Now the carriage is just one big room. Well, previously yeah. you have, we yeah, have separation. Yeah, yeah, because the, they had to go third class. And if you look at this picture here, it's showing you the old station in Seville. Now, this is very interesting because this is where Saura uh, made one of his great films. And look at this steam train coming out. It, it's wonderful. And this would have changed things massively for the flamenco people. Uh, it, I mean, it's hard to think. You're probably thinking, well, why didn't they go uh, by bus? But, um, you know, this was cheaper. Mm. You know, this was much cheaper. But the, one of the reasons I like this book is it's so beautifully put together. Yeah? I mean, look at, look at this photograph here. Yeah. Yeah? Um, the ink work, the drawings... And when when were these uh, trains introduced throughout Andalusia? Well, in the, in in the nineteenth century. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look at this picture of a flamenco person. <laughs> Hardcore. Per- Perotti. Pero. Hardcore. Yeah? Mm. yeah. He doesn't look happy. <laughs> well, you know. Um, so it did change things. And this is a book we can still find today. Yes, I mean, it's a new book. Uh, by that, um, it was only published quite well within the last few years. Yeah. Uh, 2017. Yeah. I've just seen the date there. So you, you, you should be able to get this. And I'm all in favour of books that are well illustrated, but very light. What would you, if you were on a train, let's say, let's kind of tra- tra- transform ourselves yeah. back, takes, uh, take ourselves back to this day, what sort of flamenco music would we listen to on a train? Well, I think we would listen to Bulerias. By? Camarón. Uh, and in terms of, because I know that your collection is really large and at some point we're going to leave the books for a few episodes at least, but if we ever come back to it, you know, what sort of books from a different angle would you introduce us to? Well, I know you have a lot. We might talk about, um, I've got lots of books that are A to Zs. Yeah. So they, they, they tell you everything from El Borear to Zapateado. Yeah. Uh, they explain everything they've got every artist in it um they're like dictionaries of everything and i've got quite a few thank you very much for joining us for another um very intriguing episode of flamenco attitude i mean personally for me i had never seen any of these books i didn't know that there's for example a huge connection between flamenco people and trains so some amazing amazing nuggets of information to find in this episode uh, for anyone who's interested and it's in castellano so uh, for all of you people uh, who are natives or uh, from a Spanish background or are studying Spanish, I believe this will be very interesting. And for anyone else like myself who doesn't speak Spanish, I really much enjoyed the photographs. You can see them all across our Twitter at FlamencoPod. Until the next time, whether you listen to, play or learn about flamenco, remember to always follow the beat. <laughs>